Hey guys, so today I wanted to pick up kind of where we left off last time talking about diet, weight loss kind of, but my fasting journey with intermittent fasting, what I found to be the benefits, all that good stuff. So I thought I would start by just kind of addressing my weight loss journey, things that I've done in the past to lose weight. So here's the crazy thing. I was always thin. This is my story in my brain that I've always told myself. Like I was always thin, but when I really think back now as a 40 year old woman, realize I had my first child at 17. So yes, I was thin, but I also wasn't even done growing. I was only 17. So in my mind though, that weight that I was before I had my daughter was like my adult weight. So fast forward three kids later, still striving for that number, thinking that was my goal weight because that is the weight I had always been. Always in my brain being from like 13 to 17. So now I realize that goal I shot for all those years was really silly, honestly. And not healthy and probably unattainable in a healthy way. So anyway, but things that I tried to, to reach that number. Wow. I did Weight Watchers several times. I did, uh, diet pills. You know, you go to one of those doctors and they give you a prescription for pills that, um, I think back then when I was doing it, it was actually, um, ephedra and, wasn't fin fin because it wasn't both of them. It was just one of the fins. Um, so anyway, terrible, terrible for you, but yeah, you had no appetite. So of course you lost weight, but it always came back. Um, I did the HGC injections. So I would go to the medical clinic and they would give me, um, the syringes full of the injections that I would give myself every day and only eat 500 calories a day. I did master cleanse. I did cabbage soup diet. Uh, my mother-in-law would always do this diet. It was like green beans, dry tuna, and like a cup of vanilla ice cream. And I don't even know what it was. It was some kind of like Mayo Clinic diet, I think. Anyway, I did that. Oh my gosh. I did, if there's anything out there that you've heard of, I probably did it, lost weight and gained it all back. So I finally, if you listen to the last episode, I talked about health issues. This was all going on in dispersed of my weight loss nonsense that I was doing. And I was probably causing a lot of the damage to myself by what I was doing, but it never crossed my mind. It never, I never made the connection. And honestly, my main goal was always just to lose weight until years later when it shifted to, I want to feel good as my motivator. So it was a real depressing time because I just felt like a failure. Uh, I was so focused on getting back to that ideal number that I had created in my head that any kind of wins or like how now you call them non-scale victories, like they didn't even matter. Like I did not care. I wanted to be skinny. I wanted to be that number. I wanted to wear that size clothes that I did, uh, you know, when I was 17, which honestly, this is just a side point, but it's really funny when I was 
that size and I would go shopping with my mom. She was always very petite too. She never had a weight issue, but uh, I would try on a dress, whatever size it was. And I had no problem going up two, three dress sizes if I liked the way it looked better. Like I had no issue with the number of the dress size when I was small. And then fast forward all the years later when I was in my mind, you know, so overweight, it was like if the dress was X number, you know, it's like, oh no, I will not go up to that size. I'm going to squeeze myself into the smaller size because that just feels like a win. I don't, but if I like surrender to the fact that I'm this larger size, I've somehow failed where it's like, there's no logic in that, but I don't know what shifted because I never had an issue with the number when I was smaller. It was only when I got bigger that the, it created this thing. So I'm just putting it out there. If, if you find yourself in that same mindset, like try to really look at that and be like, why am I doing it? Like, it's just a number but I get it. I don't know why we do that to ourselves, but that's a side point. Anyway, in between all these crazy diets, I am also exercising. Uh, it would be sporadic because it was always the same thing. I would try to exercise, try to be consistent, you know, and I would give it like four weeks, maybe eight weeks. And then, you know, I'm weighing myself and not seeing any progress or not enough progress would be enough to make me happy and that's it I would stop it was a constant cycle of that because I'm not a fan of exercise in the sense of like I've never been a runner I always hated PE in school I never played sports um I just it's never been something that I just like crave you know there's been times in my life I get in a good routine and I've done well at sticking to my routine because I'm a pretty scheduled person and if I put it on my schedule I'll do it and stick to it but I gotta be honest I'm thinking back and I can't say that it was ever like something that I craved and just totally loved with the exception of rebounding my mom always had a rebounder in our home and when I was a kid you know I just thought it was a trampoline and I liked bouncing on it but as I got older I always had one and I loved jumping. I love jumping on regular trampolines. And so that is one form of exercise that I enjoy that I consistently have done pretty much every day, even if it's just like five minutes here and there throughout the day, because I just keep my rebounder right in my living room. So, but other than that, not a huge exercise lover. So here I am in my journey. I've tried all these things over the years, but my focus shifted when it got onto my health but I was still carrying around 10 or 15 pounds that I really wanted to lose before I turned 40 because I had seen with, you know, peers of mine that were always thin and then they reached that age and all of a sudden, you know, they're just putting on weight every time I see them. And my mom had always told me, lose weight before you're 40. Like after 40, you're just going to pack on weight every year because you're losing muscle and gaining fat, you know, all this thing has been in my brain since forever. So last year, 2020, I was turning 38 and I'm like, I got to really get on the ball because I'm going to be turning 40 and I, I want to be in shape. So I really got committed to a regular exercise program and my eating had already been pretty much cleaned up. It was kind of like what I talked about before, overall eating well, having indulgences here or there, but for the most part, eating clean. Okay. So there I am. 
and I actually even signed up for an online fitness challenge because, as we all know, three months into 2020, we got hit with coronavirus, world turned upside down, and it was a totally different life. So fortunately for me, there were lots of options to do fitness at home, and so I did. I signed up for a free uh, virtual fitness challenge, and she gave diet tips and tricks, and it was all pretty much common sense stuff that I had been doing, but the main shift for me was I was exercising six days a week. Um, nothing crazy. It was just like Zumba, uh, which I love. I love dancing. Um, I would do some strength training here and there, stretches, Pilates, and just moving my body basically every day. I have an Apple Watch, and I was burning about, I would say like 500 calories a day at a minimum, sometimes a lot more than that, plus my regular activity, house cleaning and stuff like that. So that was a big thing for me to be consistently exercising for um, that long. So I took all my measurements at the beginning because it was a challenge, my weight, did this whole program, and I had actually started before the program. So I'm going to say my results were actually more like a 16-week. Her program was eight weeks, but I had already started. So I had my uh, measurements from that point. By the time it was all said and done, I had lost four pounds and 8.2 inches combined from all over my body. So, you know, I tried to embrace that. I really tried to be happy about like I because inches are huge and I know that that means that you're you know, it's muscle not fat and but because the number only moved four pounds I was just so disappointed because it's like man I know my diet's good my diet's fine I'm eating healthy I feel good I have energy so that's all good. I even had started using the app on my phone to track my macros. I did all the little calculations. So I knew how much protein I was eating. I had a food scale. I was weighing everything that I was eating. It was like, I'd never been that dedicated with exercise, food portion, you know, all at once for that long a time. And then to, again, in my mind, how I saw it was only lose four pounds. I was like thinking, okay, there's something else going on because I should have lost more. That was my thought process, even though I know four pounds is, is huge and I probably gained muscle. So it was probably a mixture of both, obviously with the, the amount of inches that I lost, there was good things happening, but I'm just being honest about how I felt. Cause I think some people can relate, you know, it's sometimes it's just, you're fixed on this number. Another thing that was alarming me is that my waist measurement and my stomach measurement like around your under your belly button where that pouch of fat just wants to stay no matter what you do I I think I might have lost like a half an inch of that and that's it which that was my main um, area that I wanted to focus on especially before I turned 40 because I didn't want that to get any bigger you know so I started researching and thinking it might be something hormonal since that area was holding on to the fat, in my opinion. And that kept leading me to information on fasting because um, it was talking about maybe like a polycystic ovarian syndrome. I had some of those symptoms. So I thought maybe that's something. 
anyway, I started looking down the hormonal route and insulin, cortisol, all these hormonal things, which that's what led me to the intermittent fasting. So I decided I was going to actually order the books. Normally, I just try to I get an idea and I just use the internet to search. But I'm like, no, I really want information specifically to help me. So um, there's lots of scientific-based information out there, but I wanted an easy read. So uh, The Obesity Code is really good. Jason Fung, if you want like the science behind intermittent fasting, but I wanted just easy listen to. So I actually got the audio book of Delay, Don't Deny by Jen Stevens, and I listened to the whole book, I think in like two days, and it just made sense to me. Her story like resonated with me because she was kind of the same thing. Every diet under the sun and never worked or it worked, but only for a limited amount of time. So I'm like, okay, everything she said just made sense. And then the science, she simplified it so much. It's just like, that totally makes sense. And so I'm like, I'm doing this. So rather than like the 16-8 fast, which I had always done in the past because I'm not a breakfast eater, I decided I was going to do I jumped all in, which I wouldn't recommend you do. I, that's just my personality type. I would recommend, you know, you know your body. Take it slow, especially if you haven't fasted before. Start with 16-8. That's a great place to start. And then little by little, close your window. But being the person that I am, I jumped right in to like one meal a day, which basically means I was fasting like 21 or 22 hours a day and then I would open my window say at like four in the afternoon eat my meal and then close it by 5 30 that's it outside of those hours between 4 and 5 30 p.m I wasn't eating anything else it would just be black tea or black unflavored coffee and water tons and tons of water and then my one meal so I'm not going to get into like what I was eating or I know to some of you listening, you because we know that we're told like, don't starve yourself, it's going to ruin your metabolism, like all that, it's, you really, I encourage you, learn the science, read the books, read The Obesity Code, or read uh, Delay, Don't Deny, or Fast, Feast, Repeat by Jen Stevens, educate yourself on the science behind intermittent fasting, otherwise, it's just going to sound to you like calories in, calories out, you know, restricting diet, which is not at all what it is. So that being said, I'm just going to give you a quick overview of what I did and what my results were. So here I am, I'm doing one meal a day. I'm feeling great because during that one meal, I do not limit myself at all. So like I said, I had been so strict weighing every morsel, tracking everything. And now I switch to when my eating windows open, I eat whatever I want as much as I want until I'm full within reason. Obviously you guys already have heard, you know, I'm pretty sensible in my eating. So, but still not tracking anyway and not being so strict about macros. Anyway, 28 days, she recommends not weighing yourself at all when you first start. So I stuck to that 28 days. I did not step on the scale. As far as exercise, I did not do any formal exercise during this time either. I did my little rebounding maybe 10 minutes a day at the most, and my cleaning. So that's it. I 
didn't do anything else. At the end of 28 days, I had lost 13.4 pounds and seven inches. So that's it. Like I, I could not believe it that literally this weight that I had been struggling to drop for almost 20 years, I was able to lose it eating what I wanted, not measuring, not stressing, just restricting my window of eating. That was amazing for me. That was the first time in years that I could remember like I don't have to think about food. I'm not meal prepping. I'm not thinking about what I'm eating. It just made me realize how much time I had spent thinking about food and weight loss. Always. It was just such a normal part of my life. And this was such a huge shift because it's like, I don't have to think about it. I'm going to eat whatever I make my family for dinner, which that alone was like never the case. I always, it's like they have their dinner. I have my modification for my dinner. And some nights I still did that, you know. I wouldn't have whatever added carb they had. But, you know, for the most part, just having the flexibility to be like, I'm eating what you guys are eating and I'm not even going to think about it. On top of that freedom to see those kind of results, that's it. Like, I was sold. I'm like, I'm doing this forever. So, that being said, over the months, I'm not that strict. I have opened my window. I'm Right now, I would say it's probably about an average of a six-hour window every day. And I don't keep it to a strict time. I, I'm not like, oh, it's 2 o'clock, I'm opening my window now. It's just, I kind of am a lot more intuitive with my hunger signals. I drink my water all day. And then some days I start feeling those rumbles of hunger at around 1. And I'll eat. And I'll eat whatever I want. I might eat twice in my window. Some days I'll eat three times in my window. I just really have gotten in tune to listening to my body and being more intuitive in my eating. And it's been great. I don't weigh myself really at all, but I stepped on this scale earlier this week because I knew I was recording this for you guys just to see where I was. I've still lost two more pounds. So that's a total of almost 16 pounds. And even though the weight loss has slowed. Uh, I'm fine with that because I don't particularly care to lose any more weight. I'm comfortable where I am. But just the freedom that this way of eating has provided me with that uh, is, is priceless for me. So if you're interested at all, I really encourage you to, like I said, educate yourself on the science behind it and don't just be like, oh, you lost 15 pounds by only eating one hour a day. That's what I'm doing. Like, please do not do that. It can cause damage to your body, to your hormones. If you do not do it correctly by the protocol, it can cause more harm than good and no weight loss is worth that. So please, if you're interested in trying intermittent fasting, I definitely encourage you to do so because I feel like it is something that unless you have a history of restrictive disordered eating, most people can definitely benefit from implementing it in their life to whatever degree you're comfortable but I know most people just want that magic pill or that magic bullet like you did that to lose weight I'm going to do exactly that but please don't do that check with your doctor especially if you have diabetes type of insulin resistance those type of things you want to definitely speak to your doctor about it so you can make choices that are beneficial for your health overall 
So thanks for spending this time with me. Until next time, have a great day.